Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking about shoot your shot all month. This is March Madness basketball. Everybody shoot, shoot your shot. Look at your neighbor say, shoot your shot. Oh, people, don't, they look like they don't know what I'm talking about. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. God has said this is the year that you shoot your shot. Take some chances. Time is given. Chances are taken. Time is given. Chances are taken. Time is moving right now. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 8, 10, and 26 seconds. 8, 10, 27. Time is given. But chances are taken. And we've been sitting too long on the time that we have. And we've been not taking chances because God has put some things in our hands that we're sitting on. We're not using yet. How long are you going to be dreaming? I just want to know, how long do you want to dream? <laughs> how long do you want to uh, project? And how long do you want to have vision? How long are you about to do something? No, this is the year you shoot your shot. Look, I don't care. Look, because we don't see the, the only problem with shooting the shot that I think that I, that I had the biggest problem I have is I, I, I used to say I, I'm, I'm scared to shoot it. I, I, I was never scared to shoot it. I'm scared to miss. I'm not scared to shoot. I don't want to miss. But once I lay down that pride and be like, hey, a miss shot is not a lost game. I, once you remove the fear of missing, you will be more successful in life. Look at him. That's right, Caleb. Just shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Whether you miss or not, you got God and people in your life that got your rebound. You'll get another chance. You'll get another shot. So let's not fear this year. Let's not fear uh, 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 moving forward. Let's not fear missing. Let's not fear. Well, if I come out with this and it's not successful and if people don't like it, let's not fear anything. If God puts something in your heart, if he has given you a vision, man, shoot your shot. And if you miss it, you'll learn how to shoot it better the next time. Right. Tell your neighbor, shoot your shot. Yeah, this is not the year where God's going, God's going, God's going, God's going, God's God's not doing, uh, no, no, he's already done. He's seated at the right hand. What are you going to do this year? What are you going to do this decade? I don't know about y'all, but I got some shots to shoot. And I, hey, you're going to see me doing a little bit of everything in this decade. I don't care how stupid I look, how silly I, I might model a little bit. I might write a couple of books. I might do a couple of master classes. I might learn how to fly a plane. Because the guy let me fly it when I was flying to the, to the last place I went. And I was so like, this ain't that bad. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not going to do that. But anyway, shoot your shot this year. And I want you all to understand, like, you have to shoot your shot. You have to take some chances. You have to start making advances in God. Because you're not in this earth to chill. Amen. You're not here to just enjoy it. You will. I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. You're going to enjoy it. He's going to completely satisfy you. But he did not uh, allow you to experience earth just so you can enjoy what's in the earth. Matter of fact, he's given us the opposite. He says, no, love not the world. Let's start off here. Y'all ready? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Don't love it. You go, all right, I like it, but don't, don't, don't love it. Because when you start loving things, you'll bend for it. The things you love, you adjust for. So you can enjoy uh, this earth, but don't 
Love not the world. Don't love the ways of the world. Don't love the culture. Don't enjoy it. I love, hey, I, love, hey, I like fashion, all that stuff. But if fashion was taken from me, I'll be good. I love my house, but if that was taken from me, I'll be... Let, let's get into this, because y'all... Are y'all ready? Okay, so I want you to understand, first of all, you're in a fallen world. So she was like, you have rescued my life. You have rescued my life. And I'll never... That's not just talking about addictions. That's talking about this world. Because everybody thinks about the bad things he's <laughs> rescued us from. Like, yes, that relationship, mm, that drinking. Mm, that. No, not just the, 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 the dysfunctional things. The world is dysfunctional. And God's way is our salvation. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He'll, he's saving you from a corrupt, dysfunctional, diseased world. He's rescuing us. His word is trying to rescue us from a projected danger and dysfunction. So don't just think about, yeah, you rescued me from that bad. No, this whole world, right. don't get comfortable here, period. Get your new home, start your business. I mean, rock it out, get your money, get your relationships, but have in the back or the front of your mind, if this was all gone today, not if it was all gone like taken, if God wanted me to give it up today, this ain't nothing in comparison. Never mind, y'all not ready yet. We're gonna talk about it in a minute. Let's talk about it in a minute. Matter of fact, let's, let's skip. Let's skip. Go to the second slide. I'm skipping around tonight because I feel a flow. So check it out. It says, don't imagine, this is Jesus the Christ, son of the living God talking. Oh, don't think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. <laughs> Here is the prince of peace saying I did not come to bring peace. <laughs> I came not to bring peace, but a sword. The Bible says take on the whole armor of God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, so just take the S off. He said, I come to bring the word, which is him. But anyway, he, he said, I have come to set a man against his father, daughter against her mother, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own house. If you love your father or mother more than me, you're not worthy of being mine. Just so y'all don't think I'm just talking like, if I had to give my house up for God, this is what he's saying. If this stuff means more to you than me, you ain't worthy of me. You don't even know who I am. If you love your anything in this earth more than me, you don't even know that I'm the supplier of all things. You don't, you're not worthy of me. You don't know who I, look at your name and say, do you know who you serve? Are you out of your mind? If you lost everything with one word, you can get it all back. Are you, if you serve, never mind. You serve a God with endless supply. High five your neighbor and say, endless supply. What? If you love your son or daughter more than me. Look at y'all. I like this because I feel all culture like, what? That's my baby. Yep. Yeah. More than him. As if you gave you a child. Come on, y'all. He gave, y'all, come on, man. He gave you a child. Never loved the gift. More than the giver. If you love your kids more than me, you ain't worthy of being mine. And I'm not saying don't love your kids, but can you imagine how much you love your kids to love God greater than that? Come on, y'all. How come your kids can get away with murder, but if God don't come through, you complaining? I've been fasting. I've been. Why don't you love God as much as you love your nappy-headed? Uh-oh. 
if you refuse to take up the cross and follow me, you're not worthy of me. Suffering comes along with following me. If you cling to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you'll find it. Look at your neighbor and say, give it up. Yeah. Woo, this is good already. If anything is loved more than God, he's saying you're not worthy of me. In other words, whatever you love, that's your level. Oh, that's what you want? Cool, cool. You, so you're on a car level. Okay, cool. Car, you're on a house loving level. Cool. You, what? Whatever you love more than me, you have chosen a lower level. Yes. Come on, y'all. If you love God more than all of these things, you will never run out of all these things. That's why he says, seek ye the, come on Bible class, and all of his, and all of these shall be unto you. If you seek the supplier first, you'll never run out of supply. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He is the endless supply. We have the advantage of all we need all the time. We Thank you for being here, D'Angelo. I'm so glad you responded. We have the advantage of all we need all the time. And his name is Jesus. All right. So don't imagine that I've come to bring peace but a sword. My priority is not your peace. It's my word. I'm going somewhere. Please follow me, y'all. When Jesus came, it wasn't to settle the storm. It was to establish himself. I'm the point. Not your peace, not your comfortability, not your, you know what I mean, your, the ease of the hardship of your life. No, not the, not, the, not the just balance because you were treated wrong and I'll come to avenge you. I didn't come for you, I come for me. Woo! Now whose side are you on? Y'all, we don't like this already. I, my priority is my word, not your comfortability. My priority is not even blessing you. I'll bless you if you line up with my word. My word is the priority. And most people are missing peace, joy, provision, happiness because they have not prioritized his word. They prioritize things and you come up short every time. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus over everything. I feel that. Jesus over everything. His word over everything. His ways over everything. Not only does it bless me, it saves me. Hey, it rescues me. Because if I do life my own way, I'm going to mess it up. I tried it already. So God's way not only rescues me, it blesses me. Whoa. Whoa. So his priority is not our peace. Whoa. His priority is, is his word, which has peace in it if you obey his priority is not to bless you. His priority is his way. And if you follow his way, he'll, he'll bless you. Are y'all here yet or not? Yeah, because when we think we're first, that's the problem. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Woo! We think Jesus came here for us. He came here for him. Y'all miss what I'm, okay. He, God said, thou shalt not touch the tree. Did it anyway. Ooh. Okay, uh, that, his word was not being heard. Exactly. Exactly. My way is not, now by the time I came, my people were in disarray, they were in bondage, all that stuff, but it's all a result of not obeying the word. So I did not come just to rescue you, I came to reestablish my word. Uh, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
I'm here to establish me as Lord. I'm here to establish me as over all things in your life. And if you have the guts to line up your life with what I'm saying, watch out for the blessings that's about to hit your life. Watch out for the healing. Watch out for the joy. Watch out for the provision. Because it's all in him. God's priority is his word. Not your life. You ain't first. Let's just let that sit for a minute because that's like, it's a little, it's counterculture. Let me say it one more time very clearly in the microphone. <clears throat> you are not first. Unless you're not saved. If you're not saved, then you're first. When you become a child of God, when you become a believer, you relinquish your right to be priority. You surrender your right to be first. You forfeit your right to be priority. If you don't understand that, you are missing out on the benefits of salvation. Because you benefit when you give up your life. Y'all see that last little blurb right here? Okay? So if you cling to your life, if you try to do everything yourself, you'll lose it. But if you give it up for me, you'll get it. So the word comes as priority, as an establishment, as a, I mean like a stake in the ground. Build your whole life around this. Build your whole life around this. Build your whole, the word Build your whole life around this. That's why the word is here. Build your whole life. I came as the focal point. I came to establish me in your mind. Me in your heart. I've written my laws on your mind and my words on your heart. I came to establish me. Not to establish you. But if you prioritize me, you will be established. (laughs) So therefore... The first one now, go to the first slide. This one we went Sunday. I'm going to try to move it along. I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to make no promises. Let us. <laughs> Therefore, lest we miss the promise of entering to his rest, let's fear. Let's be aware. Let's be sober. Let's be watchful. Let's make sure we don't miss it. We're talking about the shot. Let's make sure we don't miss it. Right? Make sure you don't come short of it. For unto us was the same gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Please, with all due respect, don't waste my time tonight. (laughs) Don't waste your own time. The word ain't going to profit you if you don't mix it with faith. The word did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith in them that heard it. So we could hear so much word and think we're advancing, but if we don't attach faith. Okay, so let me me break it down a little bit further. uh, Faith is not belief. Belief is mental. Like I believe, like it's cold outside. It's cold. I, I believe that the, you know, you can believe that's belief is in your, it's inside. Faith without works is dead. So faith is an outward expression of what I believe inside. 
So many of us believe and we think that's enough because God knows your heart. You believe, but you have not activated any faith. All right. That's good. Yep, 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 yep. So, so our faith is partnership with God's word. When you add your faith to his word, you experience the promise. Faith, word plus faith equals promise. Not word by itself. I'm going to bless you. Ooh, he's going to bless me. Oh, hold on, hold on. He said he's going to bless me. Hold on, hold on. Come on, he said 2020 my year. Hold on. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> promise don't come by hearing. Faith does. So the reason why I'm giving you a word is so it can mobilize you to do something towards it. Okay. So it always requires your participation. Your blessing, your next level, your miracle requires your participation. Somebody say, I got to do something. Because I'm not missing the promise. I'm not missing it. The word is meant to be lived, to be done. His priority is his word. Now go to the third slide. We talked about this Sunday. I'm just reviewing. Then I'm going to go to a story. Then we're going home. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. I wish that was the end of the scripture. Because I can understand that. Yo, do something. Don't just hear it. All right, you're right. But here's the danger of hearing only. You deceive yourselves. Mm -mm -mm. Do what God's teaching says. Don't just listen and do nothing. When you only sit and listen, you are fooling the pastor. I'm sorry. Oh, move the keyboard. I can't. You are fooling the praise leader. What does it say? Oh. How many of y'all hate being manipulated? Don't you hate when people play you out, you like, wow. I thought, that's cool. I thought we was, mm -hmm, that's cool. No, 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 no. You thought y'all was on another level, but y'all really not. You thought y'all was close, but they betrayed you. Don't you hate being fooled? Imagine fooling. Yourself. The Bible says when you only listen to the word and never do it, you are fooling yourselves. Just because you hear about God don't mean you're right with God. <laughs> Just because you keep hearing about his word don't mean you're in line with it. So God is trying to get us to do something. This is still on shoot your shot. Do something. Do something. When you hear the word, do not deceive yourself because the word is alive and we can deceive ourselves and trick ourselves to thinking we're, we're moving because the word is alive. But you could be in the same place in 2030 wondering what happened all those 10 years. Look at your neighbor and say, that ain't going to be me. Say it again. Say, that will not be me. promises of God ever because the process is that of faith yeah. I get the promise I put it something in practice I get the promise hear the promise faith achieve the promise yeah. Yeah. all right let me break it down like this go to the next slide check this out okay I'm gonna get done early no uh before that I mean after that I guess what's next yep look at this you have need of patience that after you have done. <laughs> I wish that word was heard. After you 
you have heard the word of God, you'll get the promise. No, it says after you have done. Ask your neighbor real quick because my time is running out. What have you done? You can't expect a promise and you ain't do nothing. Y'all, after you do what he says, you get the promise. Y'all sitting there waiting for a promise and you ain't done is not given because of proximity. So you can't get close to somebody who's doing it and think you're going to reap the blessing too. You can't just keep coming to live thinking proximity is enough. No! Performance! What are you? I got to get out of here today. Your business will not take off if you do nothing. Your career will not take off if you do not do nothing. Your marriage will not be successful if you do not do nothing. Your friendships will not be healthy if you do not do nothing. Your body will not be healthy if you do not do nothing. Your mind will not be healthy if you do not do nothing. Your heart will not be healthy if you do not do nothing. Your car will not be clean unless you wash it. I don't know. What else to say? I ran out at the end. I ran out. I ain't had nothing else. I'm sorry. I ran out at the end. I just know the car is dirty, so I just went there. Amen. <laughs> but you know what we do? Oh, this is good. You know what we do? We just go where it's raining. This will wash my car. Let me get in God's presence. Let me get in the atmosphere of worship. Let me pray. No, 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 no. God even told somebody, stop praying. You got to get up and remove some things to walk into this promise that I, come on, y'all. It comes a time. It ain't about atmosphere, it ain't about proximity all the time. These are all elements that help keep us in line with the will of God. I'm not in any way belittling the power of the atmosphere of God and the presence of God and the prayers of the saints, the sexual fervent prayer. I'm in no way belittling that, but the religious, traditional uh, people think that's all it is. Everybody that encountered God had to leave and do something. Nobody say, oh, that was it. And then just got grits and became a king. No! And your encounter with God is the initiation. It's not the destination. Never mind. I got to. So, you need faith. Faith is your action. You got to do something. And while you are activating faith, you need patience. I'm trying to help y'all. Make the shot this year. Okay? Because we take three steps like, all right, I did something. <laughs> you were faithful to your workout for two months. You're like, all right. <laughs> Pastor, I am walking by faith. Now you need. Oh, it's quiet at live. I should not came tonight. 
See, that's why I cancel Wednesdays to give y'all a break. Before this scripture, Paul says, y'all bless me beyond measure. Y'all good to me. Y'all, y'all are great. You keep the word you do. But you need patience. You're good Christians. You're good. You go to church. You're faithful. You're on the praise team. You serve. But the reason why you ain't got no promises in your life is because you need patience. You always bail out before the promise is fulfilled. Come on, y'all. You give up right before your reward. But the Bible says you'll reap if. Come on, y'all. Does anybody read the Bible? You'll reap if you faint not. Somebody say, I will not faint. Say a little louder. I will not faint. Out your mind. I'm getting what God has for me this year. No, you out your mind. I'm getting it this year. No, no. Get out of here, stress. Get out of here, distraction. Get out. I'm going for mine. Tell your neighbor, I'm going for mine. You out your mind? You know, do you know? I see it like somebody got punched in the face and they got all these like Tweety Birds around their head. I know that's old school. Or stars. Do you know how I see it over y'all right now? Do you know how many promises are just swiveling over your head? Do you understand how many things are waiting to be dropped into your reality? Do you understand how eager your future is to go from a spiritual thing to a practical thing? I see it anxiously waiting to be experienced. I see another level of joy anxiously waiting to be in your heart. Come on, y'all. I see increase anxiously awaiting to be in your pockets. I see peace anxiously awaiting to be in your mind. But we ain't got patience enough to attain it. The devil is a liar. I'm not that hungry. I'm not that thirsty. I'm not that anxious. All of my appointed time will I wait. Hey! I feel God in here. You got need of patience and endurance to bear you up under difficult circumstances without compromise. Because when you got faith... You move. And when that thing had happened, it's like, man. So that compromise come right in. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So you need patience so that you won't bend to compromise to rush and get your promise your way. Your promise is never to be achieved your way. Amen. Just because you got a promise don't mean you map out your own navigation to get it. Are you hearing me? And when we try to do it our own way, we push the promise back further and further and further because God is saying, I gave you that promise for a purpose because when you do it my way, you'll be so developed. Your character will be so strong. You'll have integrity. So it's not just about the promise. It's about the process. The, the promise is for the people. That's going to bless people. The process is for you. So after you have carried out the will of God, you may receive and enjoy to the fullest. What well, he's promise. So you mean I can't enjoy stuff to the fullest because I'm impatient? The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. So the word of God comes for faith. 
Faith comes by hearing the word. When I hear the word, oh, I see. That's the purpose. Purpose of the world, word is to see it differently. Let's go to the other scripture, our theme scripture, of course. Forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. See, I've already begun to do it. Do you not see? Action neighbor, what do you see? Doing something new. Doing something new. I'm doing something new. I'm doing something new. See. See. See is not look. Look insinuates it exists. Look insinuates I can perceive it with my natural understanding. If you say look over there, you know, I can see it naturally. But when he says see, he's talking to your secret place. He's saying, I need you to put on your spiritual goggles right now. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you. Look at your neighbor and I need y'all to scream at him just one time and say, see! That's not it. I need y'all to scream till the scales fall off their eyes. Are y'all ready? One, two, three, see! I'm sick of us only seeing the culture. I'm sick of us only seeing problems. I'm sick of us only seeing disease. I'm sick of us only seeing celebrities. I'm sick of us only seeing, no, it's time for us to see the new thing God is doing in your life. Liam, can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see God doing something new? Can you imagine it? Can you see God doing something new in you? He's trying to take us from one realm to the next. He's trying to take us from one level to the next. But he's not going to force you. He will not touch your free will. So he doesn't make you. He just shows you. He doesn't make you. He shows you. He opens the door and says, you got access to all of this. And you're just sitting there like, but I ain't, I ain't dressed. I ain't dressed. I ain't dressed. I, 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 who in there? Who in there, though? All right, yeah, all right, all right, all right, God, all right. Who, what, what, what they eat? What you eating? Because I'm allergic to peanuts. Don't have no peanuts in there. I'm allergic to peanuts. What you got? Right, right. You making all these excuses outside your promise. Yeah. Go to the next scripture. Darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. Darkness is covering the earth. Gross darkness, the people. The world will only get darker. More evil. More wicked. More dysfunctional. More, more, more ratchet. The world will only get darker. And watch this. So that's the spirit of the world. The spirit of the prince of the power of the air. The devil it's just going to cast darkness over our minds. We'll get dark ideas. You'll get twisted fantasies. Are you hearing me? You'll get dark, way, you'll get dark ways of being in a relationship with your loved ones. You'll get dark. You'll just, the, the spirit of darkness is being casted over the earth the closer we get to the coming of our Savior. 
So that's the spirit. That's the spirit. But then the people take it to the next level. Gross darkness. The people. Because don't forget, the devil don't make us do anything either. God won't interfere with free will. The devil can't. So we're taking his dark suggestions and making it even more gross. Like maybe a pedophile wasn't in the devil's cards. Maybe it's like, look at that cute little baby. Just a dark thought. Like she, when she grows up, she's going to be fine. That's just dark enough, right? Well, I don't know how y'all think, but that, to me, that's dark enough. She got a pacifier in her mouth with spit up on her bib, and you're talking about she's going to be cute when she's 18. So let's say that's a dark thought. So the man will take it further. Never mind. To gross darkness. That's the world we live in. That's the world we're trying to get comfortable in. That's the world we're trying to enjoy. No, this world is dark, right? Yes. What was God telling you earlier? Um, well, yesterday I had a dream. I'm just going to cut to the chase. Um, and God often gives me dreams, and I don't talk about them often, but I felt like this time I needed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So basically the dream went a little something like this. Okay. <laughs> so um, I was at, in the dream, I was at a place. I was out of the country. And I was at this thing, it was like a conference going on in my dream. It was, we were at a big, huge hotel. And I wasn't sure why I was there, but I was there. And I was out of the country, like I said, and I didn't know why. And I was in this big room, it was like a convention center, mm-hmm. right? Everyone that was involved with the conference was in this one big room. You know how you're in one big, mm-hmm. one big place. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there were a win- normally it's not a window inside of the big, auditoriums and stuff, but in this place, it was a big window you can see out of it. And um, when I looked out the window, I began to see the earth sway from side to side. Mm. And Mm. it was kind of like going side to side. So everybody was looking like, oh no, we think it's about to be an earthquake, right? So I'm like, Lord, I hope it's not not about to be an earthquake. So (laughs) in my heart, I was like a little nervous. So everyone started looking, everyone started getting nervous. So it kind of looked like an earthquake, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. But the earth, but it only, what did I write? Okay. Okay, so I've never seen an earth rock from side to side, so I figured it wasn't an earthquake, right? Right. So I got a little nervous. Um, okay, so basically, let me read it. I got nervous, and I was hoping that it didn't, you know, rock too hard to the point where it would tip over. Mm. But eventually, it was rocking, it was rocking, and eventually it started to tip over. You know how, like, the seesaw or the... What is the that? Boat, like, that boat, that, the, that uh, boat ride, the and state I'm like, fair. Yes, yes. So it was the pirate right. ship. That's yeah, the, exactly. So the pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Country. Okay. So, um, so it was rocking side to side, and um, I'm trying to. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, then eventually it flipped. Like, it, oh my God, it's about to flip over, and it started to rock, and it flipped, and it went all the way around. And Jesus. I was hoping it didn't do that, but it went all the way around. So I saw people sliding. Um, you know, down falling on top of each other and all of that. For some reason, I was standing still. But <laughs> I saw the people, people yeah. kind of got hurt or whatever. So I was out, so I saw that, and then I, you know how your dream skipped to another dream? So then I was back in America. Y'all, so y'all know, y'all yes, dream. Yes, yes, yes. So then I noticed I was back in the U.S., but I ended up being in this big apartment building, kind of like back in Philly and Jersey area. I don't know why I was back at home, but obviously 
That was on my heart. Mm. So I was back in the Jersey area. So I ended up in this hotel room and I saw a few people. And the spirit back in America was kind of hopeless. But I was wondering, I said, I didn't watch the news. I didn't see what it was because I know God does what he wants. So there's no point in me trying to figure out what happened. Right. So I said, I ain't watching the news in the dream. So I went back to the U.S. I was like, so it happened here too? Because I seen people hurt and beat up. And so when I was in the room, it was about 10 people that appeared in the room and everybody looked so sad and so hopeless. It was kind of dim. And then I looked outside the hotel, well, not the hotel, the apartment room door, and I saw this man, he had like a cast on his leg. He was leaning over the banister, but he wasn't, it was no window. It was just a wall. So I was like, why would somebody just sit there, you know, stare at the wall, but kind of crippled, kind of beat up? So I went over to the guy just to, just to basically console him to make sure that he's not too down and too sad. So I went to tap the dude on his shoulder and it was a famous rapper. His name is Meek Mills. I don't know if y'all know him. So what? it happened to be him. Y'all acting quiet. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> they acting real quiet. If we would've been like, and he's here right now, it would've been a different like, story. Whoa. Go ahead. Exactly. I'm sorry, go ahead. So everybody in the room was kind of sad. I guess he was sad too. So I'm like, why is everybody sad? So, oh, it happened here too. So I said, so the whole earth tipped over? I was asking everybody, they like, yeah, it happened around the whole earth. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I went to touch him and he turned around and he looked real sad. So I gave him a hug. I said, everything's going to be fine or whatever. He kind of turned around and gave me a kiss on the cheek. What? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. You ain't tell me that part. Just playing, just playing. So he, he, he turned around and hugged me because he was like so sad because he didn't know what was happening. So I guess the whole earth was kind of sad. Call Meek Mill for me. Oh my God. Play so much. So the whole earth was Everybody was sad. So once I consoled him, I said, did you eat? He like, oh, I haven't been able to eat since this tragedy happened. I'm like, well, go get something to eat because you got to heal. You need some food so you can heal. And he like, okay, you know, such and such about to bring me something to eat. Then I woke up. So when I looked up, my husband come walking out the bathroom, he's so goofy, that when I looked over the, the footboard, he, he dropped to his knees and fell on the floor so I couldn't see him. Back like he wasn't in there. So, and then he, and I, and I got nervous because I'm like, is it another earthquake? Well, why would he do that? So I said, oh my goodness, the earth is really about to tip over. So he just jumped up like, babe, I'm just playing. You know, I was just playing. So I was like, no, babe, because I just had a dream. <laughs> that something happened to the whole earth and I told him what happened. I was like, but I know it's probably not a prophetic dream because I never heard of the earth um, swaying from side to side and then tipping over like that. He said, no, yes, that is in the Bible. I'm like, it is? And he said he preached it years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So you sent it to me. Go Let ahead. me find it. I got to read the scripture, y'all. Okay, so it is Isaiah. Sorry. Isaiah 24. Isaiah 24, right? It says, danger ahead, exclamation point. God is about to ravish the earth and leave it in ruins. Rip everything out, of, out by the roots. Send everyone scurrying. Priests like lay people alike. Owners and workers alike. Celebrities and nobodies alike. Buyers and sellers alike. Bankers and beggars alike. The have and the have nots alike. The landscape will be moonscape totally wasted. And why? Because God says so. He, he's issued the orders. Mm. Danger ahead. God is about to ravage the earth. So it says it over and over. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said it like that. So when it said the celebrities, mm -hmm. the, you know, it was, it, it, yeah, it revealed everything. everybody. I'm like, why would I dream about a celebrity and why would it be mm. him? 
But because Meek Mills is from Philadelphia, that's probably why, I don't right, know. Right, but right. it just gave me an incentive like, wow, I think I should say something, I should talk about this. But what I got out of all of this was, we have to really love God with all, love God with all our heart and our mind, our bodies, everything. Because people are gonna be, you know, married, and there's another scripture about how everybody's just gonna be lollygagging and doing all of that, and then Jesus is gonna come. He said he's gonna come like a thief in the night. But he's not coming like a thief in the night to the Christians. Yeah. That's for sinners. Yeah. Yeah, we know the times. If we read the Bible and we read Revelation, we're going to know what's happening because yeah. everything is already written. Yeah. Nothing is happening. It's not new. It already happened. So everything already has been written. prophesied. So when he, he's not coming like a thief in the night, but if we're not ready, it will be. So my thing is get some balance in your life. Yeah. When I saw it swaying from side to side, that means we don't have balance. That means we live by the culture. When you live by the culture, you die by the culture. Come on. You know what I'm saying? However you live, that's how you're going to die. Come on. But we have to have God. I'm talking too much. But no, we have not. to have God in our hearts. Because no, you're not. Scripture says, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, hey. will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you can't, you're going to trick yourself. Like he said, you're only deceiving yourself when you act like you got it together in my face. But in your heart, you know you dirty. You know you, 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 you mean. You know you jealous. You know you're, you're impatient. You know how you are. But I'm, that's why I'm encouraging you. Don't, 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 don't serve God just out of your mind. You got to give him your heart too. Because you can't serve him out of logic. That's why ain't nothing working. Because you got to, one plus one is two. In, in your mind, but that's mm. not how the kingdom goes. Come on. One shall chase a thousand, two shall put ten thousand apart. So if you can add up everything and everything makes sense to you, then you probably not in the kingdom. Hey! You gotta be careful. Alright? That's all I have. Come on! I'm just gonna stop. That's my wife, Pastor Tay, y'all. Balance, because the world is getting so dark, gross darkness to people, but, but his glory, but the Lord shall rise upon you. So we don't have to get scared when we hear about the uh, uh, karaoke fire, what is it called? <laughs> we don't get scared when virus, new viruses hit, we don't get scared when new calamities hit, we don't get... Uh, no, 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 no. Calamity is supposed to hit everybody outside the house. But inside the house, the Lord shall rise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon you. Everybody say, I am a carrier of the glory of the Lord. Everywhere I go, people will see the glory of the Lord. Everywhere I go, people will feel the glory of the Lord. They will experience his glory if I'm there. I'm a carrier of the anointing. I'm the carrier of the promise. I'm a carrier of the glory of the Lord. And now you got success and influence because Gentile sinners will come to your light, not your business. If you got a business with no light, they ain't coming. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Keep your light on. Keep your spirit sharp. Keep your relationship with God on point. Start your business with the lights on. Are y'all hearing me? And, and they shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Look, look what he's saying. Lift up your eyes round about you and see. See. In the midst of all this darkness,
because he's telling you to see what he's saying. And you don't have to be exposed to new things to see differently. He says, look around where you are right now. It got quiet. Look, lift up your eyes around about you. Even if you're in the hood, just look up. Even if you're in disarray, just look up. Even if you're in dysfunction, just look up. Even if you're locked up in prison, just look up. Even if you're bound in sin, just look up. I don't have to get out to be out. If I can see... If I can see what he's saying, I can get out of anything, but we're looking too low. You can't see what he's saying on your level. You got to lift up your eyes. Set your affections. Come on, y'all. On things above. We see too low. We look too low. We love too low. You'll never see the promises of God on that level. Tell your neighbor, look up. One more time, look up. I got six minutes. Let me run through this quickly. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh. That's it. Oh, this is good. I don't want to rush it, but let me just give y'all this. And we'll open it up a little bit more Sunday. Y'all got six minutes in you? Mm. Thank you for that, babe. That was so good. I want to stay on that so bad. But we'll take one of these months and just do all eschatology and end time teaching. All right, let's get out of here. Now I got five minutes. See, see. So I said it Sunday, he's trying to take us from one dimension to another, one realm to a next, right? Like giving birth to a baby, right? All the baby knows is the womb until it's pushed out. So God is put. Now, if you've ever been a mother and you, ha you ha ever had a kid, you, you don't care how that baby feels. You want it out. So God can seem insensitive, but he's just pushing you out. God can seem like it's rude and like, what's going on? But he's just trying to get you to the next dimension. Yes, Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, uh, I said it Sunday, and we're going to talk about it really quick. The hardest thing to come out is the head, the mind, right? Now i got four minutes, so let me rush this really quick. Go really quickly. Next scripture. It says before, he's talking to Jeremiah. Just follow me, I'm talking. He's talking to Jeremiah. He said, yo, look, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. Before you were born, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So before you were too short, too dark, too big, too small, you were chosen. Oh. <laughs> Y'all lucky I got four minutes. Did you hear what I said? Before you were placed into a culture that told you you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that, you got too much energy, you don't have another. Before you were placed into a culture, you were chosen in the kingdom. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, I was chosen before I got here. Woo! Can y'all say that again? I was chosen before I got here. Before you turned me down, I was already chosen. Before. All right, all right. I pointed you to the next. I wish I could talk about that, right? And he, he said, uh, he, he said, I've chosen you. You're a prophet. I need you to speak to my people, Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah is young, so he's like, hey, Lord. Next scripture. He says, ah, Lord, yeah. Good, 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 good. I can't speak. I, I, I'm too young. First of all, I, I don't know if I heard God like they hear him. I don't know if I will have a rebuttal. You understand what I'm saying? If I heard, okay. Whatever, whatever you say. He said, I can't do it because I'm too young. So he denied 
oh, 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 he, 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 you know what I'm saying? He, he, he put his excuses in front of the promises or his assignment on the earth. So God gave him an assignment. God gave him a next level. And he put his perspective in front of it. Get out of your own way. Are you, are you kidding me? I made you a prophet to the nations. Go to the next one now. The next one. Thank you. So he said, ah, God, I can't. I'm a child. Why would you put your view of yourself in front of his view of you? When you come into God's ways, your view of you must be surrendered. Oh, hold on. And I don't mean just the low stuff. I stutter. I'm ugly. No, I mean the stuff you think is banging about you. Never mind. Okay. So. When it comes to God's word, you have to abandon even how you see yourself or what you see for yourself. Because some of us think we're too swaggy for certain things, and God's like, uh. You understand what I'm saying? I got angels with toenails that look better than you. So, God, let me get y'all out of here. I'm too young. I can't preach. I can't prophesy. I can't speak. Good. No, you're not. Every young person in here, I need you to scream, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Say it again. I'm ready right now. If I can hear, I can hear him. And if I can hear him, I can do what he tells me to do. Young people, it's time. You ain't too young. You ain't too immature. It's your time, right? I got to get out of here. This ain't the youth, this ain't the youth conference. Stop. Don't say I'm too young. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say I ain't got enough money. Don't say I don't have enough influence. Stop it. For you must go wherever I send you. Say whatever I tell you. Don't be afraid of people. Are you out your mind? The one who made people is giving you his blessing. Don't be scared. You're not with me yet. Don't be afraid of people because I will be with you. And I will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken it. Then the Lord touched my mouth and he said, look, I put my words. I got to go. Last scripture. It's nine o'clock. I got to go. What it say? What it say? What it say? What it say? Everybody say it one time. Okay. He touched his mouth, but he didn't tell him to speak. <laughs> I touch your mouth and tell you to see. Oh, okay, okay. I don't got time to do that. Let me just get to the point. I'll go there Sunday. <laughs> he said, see. Good God. Not when you get a promotion. Not when you get more money. Not when you get a marketing strategy. Not when you get married. Today! I have appointed you over nations and kingdoms. You don't even know who you're sitting next to. I said, you don't know. Hey! You have no idea who you're sitting next to. You have no idea what God put in the mouth of your neighbor. Oh God. If God somebody give God praise right here, I feel something. Today. 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 Nobody else 
recognizes it, but I'm appointing you. Nobody else is celebrating you, but I'm exalting you. Today! I appoint you over nations and kingdoms. Live! Live! Today! God has given you an anointing over nations. Y'all not hear what I'm saying. And over kingdoms. Over the poverty kingdom. Over the disease kingdom. Over the kingdom of stress. Over the kingdom of darkness. God said today, I have appointed you over them. So uproot. I want to explain all of these. Uproot. Tear down. Destroy. Overthrow. Good God Almighty. And to build and to plant. I have given you that anointing. You said, what do you see? I thought that was the last. Is that it? Last one. Keep playing. I want to break that down, but I'm going to go. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? I see an almond tree, an almond branch. The Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am actively... Watching over my word. <laughs> to fulfill it. I'm not watching over my word to be nosy. I'm watching over my word to perform it. Are y'all hearing me? So God gives you a word. You run with it. He's watching. Go ahead, just walk. No, don't take, don't follow. That's your word. He's watching. Hold on, slow down, slow down. Y'all all stand up on the front row. Back up, back up, back up. This is gonna be good. Yeah. Or it might not. I don't know. Y'all just get in her way. God, get in her way. God is watching over His word. Yeah. To, to fulfill it. To make sure you make it. God said He's gonna make sure you make it. Y'all miss what I'm saying? I'm watching over my word to make sure it happens. God said I'm gonna make sure it happens this year. Y'all miss what I'm saying? I said God said I'm gonna make sure you reap this year. Make sure you prosper this year. I'm gonna make sure. All right. I'm the author and the finisher. I forget you. I'm watching over that word. He's protecting it. He's guarding it to make sure it happens. Hallelujah. Whatever promise God has spoken over your life, he's going to make sure it's fulfilled. As long as you walk by faith. Walk. Everybody stand. We out. I'm five minutes over. He's going to make sure it happens. Shoot your shot. He's going to make sure you make it. Tell your neighbor, he's going to make sure I make it. Did y'all hear what I just said? God is watching over you because there's a word over your life. Your grandma prayed. 
Tell your neighbor, he's watching over me. Because I'm carrying his word. <laughs> See? When you walk his way, you walk guarded. When you walk his way, you walk with his bodyguards. He's watching over his word to fulfill it. All he needs you to do is see it. See, we're going to talk Sunday about another hard-headed person. But not that Jeremiah was really hard-headed, but he had, I, I can't do this because. Get that out your head. This can't happen for me because. I don't care what happened to you or what you did. If he's speaking it, that's how he sees you. Trade your lenses for his. That's called faith. Father, we thank you that we don't have to leave where we are to see differently. We just lift up our eyes and see the goodness of the Lord right here in the land of the living. I speak that we see differently now. Hallelujah. I speak that we have clear vision of what you want us to do in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that you're watching over your word. You're, you're protecting the word to make sure it's fulfilled in our lives. We thank you for new vision. New vision. I see you differently, Liv. I see you differently. I see you prosperous. I see you healed. I see you, I see you whole. I see you happy and joyful. How do you see yourself? It's not self-help message. You've got to see yourself the way he sees you. Father, we accept your will for our lives in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.